It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. It's time for love. It's time for romance. It's time for The Rendezvous. Hello, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening, Angie Taylor. Good evening. Comment ça va? How I, are you? I am very well, and I am ready to... Help all of our listeners, all of our friends mm-hmm. uh, with their love and love lives. So we're here to give advice. We're your besties in the struggle. Simon and I got you. So if <laughs> there's anything you want to talk to us tonight about, if you have a question, if you have a comment on any of our topics, hit us up at 855-905-8255. We do have a call waiting, Simon, that I want to get to next. Yes. Somebody needs advice huh? uh, regarding finding out a piece of information about the person you're currently dating mm. that is a little disturbing. Mm-hmm. And where do you go from there? That's next uh, The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous. Welcome back with Simon and Angie. We're taking calls right now, 855-905-8255, for uh, advice on your love dating life. Mm-hmm. Simon and I are ready to go. So let's pick up the line right now yep. in Green Valley, Arizona, listening on my 92.9. Here's Tia. Hi, Tia. Bonjour. Hi. Hello. Oh, I, I know that tone. We got a problem. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. What's going on, Tia? So, um, I've been seeing this guy for a couple months, and something really weird happened. I actually got contacted by his ex-girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she got in touch with me, like, in my DMs on Instagram. I guess she found me um, because I had posted something with him. Okay. And... She told me that he's, like, a serial cheater, and he cheated on her, like, over five times, like, five different people. Wow. And have you approached him with this yet? I haven't. I don't know what to do, so I called you guys. That's rough. I mean, I'll never understand the busybody mentality of exes trying to reach out to the current girlfriend and spill tea, because I always feel like, A, there's, you know, something vindictive the reason you're doing it in the first place, even if it's true, like, you know, what he did with you isn't what he's doing with his current girlfriend. Like things change. But Simon, what do you think Tia should do here? Tia, I think you have to, it's almost like this behavior is controlling and provocative from from the ex and stalkerish. So uh, for that, I would not answer. I would block her. And uh, I would tell the truth to your actual boyfriend. This is what happened. Uh, no unspoken. No, don't pretend you don't know. Just say, here's what happened. You ex reached out to me. This is what she said. I blocked her. I'm not going to believe her. But just know that that's what she told me. And I would go from there. Uh, because the poison has been put into your DM, but through your DM to your mind. You are calling us because you have a doubt. Okay, so Was she lying or was she telling the truth? Here's here's what's going to happen, though, Simon. And I, I agree that she shouldn't engage the ex-girlfriend. Just pretend you never even saw that from as far as she's concerned. Like, yeah. don't, don't engage her because then you guys are going to just keep going back and forth and back and forth. And you're giving her what she wants. However, when she does tell her boyfriend, hey, your ex sent me this note saying that you're this cheater, blah, blah, blah. Chances are he's going to deny it. Yeah. But what are the chances, Tia, that's not going to be in the back of your mind all the time? Right. I mean, I haven't even talked to him yet. This is all I can think about. But that's why it has to come out. Because once, sadly, we've been intoxicated by some poisonous news, lies, or She planted news. this bad seed. But so the way for him to get it out of your mind is to tell you, no, it didn't happen. Here's what she meant. And if it did happen, it was before you anyway. But I don't think you can keep that secret now that you know that. Right. And, and no, Angie don't and I keep don't, that secret no. with your boyfriend. You've got you to tell him up front. And your honesty also is a sign of, of trust to him, right? You trust him enough to tell him. Yes. And, and then from there, we'll see what he says. But... 
I don't believe her uh, up front. Everybody's innocent until proven guilty. And every relationship and, is new. And he's got to be given the benefit of the doubt if he hasn't cheated on you to prove himself as a loyal boyfriend or not. So true, Angie. And now let's see what he says. And I'm have, not too worried. It's also good to let him know that you know. Yeah. Like, I got your number. So it's going to be in the back of my mind. And I'm going to be thinking about it. So he's, he's I got my eye on you. Ex- exactly, Angie. It's going to have to be even a better boyfriend. Yeah. But do not keep that for yourself. And don't, no, no. You, yeah. He's got to know tonight. Okay, yeah, hopefully he hasn't done this to all of his girlfriends. I think that's what she was trying to say. Give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, give him an opportunity to explain either his innocence or his guilt. And then also judge him on the boyfriend he's been to you. Only to you. And not the boyfriend he was before. Our producer Jill's over here shaking her head. I I believe she has this once a cheater, always a cheater thing in her mind right now, which I don't believe. Me neither. But I, I say everybody you know, gets a clean slate and a new relationship. I of course said, you have this information and and use that as you will. You know, keep your guard up, but also try try your best to treat everything fresh. I agree with Angie 100%. I know our producer Jill doesn't agree with us. Well, we'll talk to Jill when we yeah, come back because I want to hear this perspective now. But Tia, just follow, follow our lead there. It's going to go well. Okay, that's really good advice. I think I'll, I'll take it for sure. All right, let us know how it goes and we wish you the best, okay? Yeah, have a good night. Okay, thank you so much. Um, So when we come back, I want to hear why Jill thinks maybe we're wrong. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just had a call from our listener, Tia, in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Simon and I were speaking to her. She said, I've been dating a guy for two months. All of a sudden, I get this DM from one of his ex-girlfriends saying, he's a serial cheater. Stay away. Um, We both had the same advice that, A, you got to question somebody that's doing that anyway. Vindictive. And even if it is true, you got you owe your boyfriend the benefit of the doubt immediately to talk to him about it. Exactly. And see where it goes from there. Exactly. And do not reply to this ex person. Block the ex person. The whole time we're giving this advice, I think we're giving this we're nailing it, Simon. We're killing knocking it out of the home run grand slam. And then the coach over here on the left is like, You guys suck with your advice right now. <laughs> now, Jill, our executive producer, you were saying you were shaking your head, so you don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree. I just think if you find out that, you know, you're person has cheated in the past chances are they're probably going to cheat on you uh, why well, do you think uh, that though so oh i don't say know that. well i mean there's is that I, personal experience or? i have not dated a cheater if i met somebody and i found out through whatever means that they were a cheater i would probably have the conversation like you guys said but i would never get over it i'd be like It'd okay. be in the back of your head yeah you should i mean yes once you've rung that bell you can't really unring it in somebody's mind when they're in a relationship you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube once you say something like that so now I, yes you'll be cautious mm-hmm. but if your guy was like listen that's my crazy ex. She says stuff. She wants me back. Like, can you trust me? I prom- you know, I'll show you. Would you trust to move on? No. You, so you'd break up with him immediately. I mean, I just would find it a, a waste of time because right there, my trust is lost. So like, but you're if it's putting early your faith enough, in you're putting your faith in a stranger before you put your faith in the person you're in a romantic Ooh. relationship with. Well, they had only been dating for what a couple of months, months. She said so. But she doesn't know this girl, right? I don't know. I just would have a hard time staying with him. Simon, sure. I, am, we, I am shocked. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Is that no, a thing? No. Next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie and producer Jill. Welcome back. We're talking with Jill because we were talking with a listener saying, hey, I've been dating this guy two months. His ex-girlfriend contacted me on social media, found me, slid in my DM, said he's a serial cheater. Yeah. Like, watch out. Yeah. And 
Jill, I know you have this thought in your head that the trust is gone now. I can't move on. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. You really believe that? Yeah, I feel like like you're she should take this up. stranger's word. Yeah, she's only been seeing him for two months. How long has she been seeing the ex-girlfriend, though? Never. <laughs> I mean, I guess. But I, if somebody's going to take the time to go and DM me and say, like, my man is a cheater, then I have to consider that. All right, Simon, what do you say? I just I want to ask you before I answer. Have you ever cheated on someone? I don't know if it would be considered cheating. It was towards the end of the relationship. I just didn't end it the right way. <laughs> there was a bit of an so overlap. You cheated. It wasn't a cheat. It, it was, was cheating. over. Did he know about it? I mean, he didn't know about it, but it was over. Well, that is cheating. But it was pretty much over. <laughs> okay, so let me make my, my case. So let's say, you know, that this man would have called you actual boyfriend and said, you know what? Jill cheated on me. Yeah. So now, Jill, mm-hmm. don't you want to revisit your position? No, I would get it. If he didn't want to date me because he found out from my ex that I cheated on him towards the end of our relationship, cool. then that's fine. You know, if, if somebody told me the sky was falling... And the weather guy is like, no, the sky isn't falling, and I know the weather guy. I'm going to believe the weather guy. I'm not going to believe, like, Chicken Little over here, who I've never met in my life. I, I, I agree <laughs> with Angie. I mean, I don't understand how Jill is, like, uh, denial this fact that everybody needs a new chance. I mean, keep so- your eye on the sky for a while until you realize, <laughs> okay, the sky is not falling. Well, forever. There, there will be a time where, obviously, a person will wit over your trust, and you'll realize that. Or they'll cheat on but you. Oh, my Nobody's God. perfect. I mean, and, Jill, and, and, why you are you know- so mad today? <laughs> She, yeah. Something going on with you? You want to talk mad, about it? Mad. We're going to get off the cheating topic because I feel like Jill's going to blow up the building. So we're going to switch gears and go to uh, an email, a listener okay, email yeah. next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie, love dating, romance, relationships, and us here mm-hmm. to, to help you navigate it all. Simon Marcel, I'm Angie Taylor. Mm-hmm. And thanks for being with us. We got an email that came into simonandangie.com asking for advice. So let's get to it, Simon. Yes. This comes from listener Shannon. In McAllen, Texas, listening on KISS 105.5, 106.3, she said, My boyfriend's always annoyed that I'm on my phone. But in my defense, it's my job. I'm a blogger. And earlier tonight, he hid it from me and wouldn't tell me where it was for two hours. I kept telling him it wasn't funny, that I needed to post some things for work, but he wouldn't tell me where it was. It literally made me furious. He wouldn't give it back to me until I told him I was calling the police. Wow. I know it's a bit extreme, but he should never have hidden my phone. Now we're in this huge fight. And I'm mad because he hid my phone. He's mad because I threatened him with calling the cops. And now I don't know what to do. What would you guys do if your partner hid your phone? So... When a man or woman says, you know, you're too much on your phone, it means you don't give me enough attention. The translation of you spend too much time on your phone is you don't give me enough attention, enough love, enough this or that. That's exactly why people say that. Sure. Uh, So, Shannon, that was this message. Uh, Calling the police, that's really an extreme measure. I don't know. Right? Simon, this is her um, tool for work. Okay. That's like... Uh, my husband's mad at me. All you do is work. He takes my microphone and hides it. And I have to be <laughs> on the air. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. Or, you know, something. I need to do something important. I have to be on the air. How dare you? Right. Because he's being an infant that can't have a conversation with me where we can work out, like, listen, I have to work for two hours. Um, and then when I'm done, Let's have dinner. Let's do something, just the two of us. I'll turn my phone off. But right now, it's my working hours. I have something I need to do. This is her job. And so he's telling her she can't do her job. I understand. But I just think that so many times we find the excuse of work for the phone. Too many times. All of us. But this is legit work. But I, I just feel like both need to talk and chill. 
have a good sense of humor. This is not cheating. This is not something like violent. This is not. I, I just think chill. There's so much bigger things. So he needs to learn not to do that to you. And also, you maybe need to give him more attention, or he needs to give you more attention. It's a good conversation to have, Angie. Well, De-dramatize this. He should have started from there, instead of taking her phone and running. True, but... You know? And so they do need to have a conversation about spending more time together. I agree with you there. But I also agree, and we always talk about approach and delivery. Yeah. And this was the wrong way to do it. Oh, sure. It, it is very but- childish, and she does need it for work, but... You know, it's it's so it makes me angry reading it because I it, see you it's not it. funny. I okay, so I find it a bit funny because I I've been there. I've used that excuse and oh my god, my I husband need... uses the phone for work. Okay. And if I took his phone because he does work mostly off of his phone, right? If I stole his phone and hid it for two hours and he had a conference call and he was going to lose money or whatever. I can't even imagine what would happen. This is infantile okay. behavior. You made a mistake, Angie. I give you that. You made a mistake. But there's something that something is happening. So I would like both to chill and laugh and 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 and, and keep this joy of life. Really. Okay. Well, you Call know me what? French romantic. I just that's me. Yeah, yeah. French dismissive right now May- about maybe. her about her issues. Yeah. But you know the phone does, and what you said is true. I my husband has even said to me, "You're always on your phone. I'm playing games. I'm on Twitter. I don't need it for work." He's probably right there. So, and we've had that conversation. There are sneaky ways that the phone is ruining a relationship. Oh. And for sure, it's not in just what this case was. I want to talk more about how the phone is getting between you and your love. Next. Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The phone gets in the way of the love life sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know this in my house. My husband works on the phone. I sometimes play too much on the phone. Um, <laughs> and we both had discussions about how it's kind of interfering sometimes. And um, our last email was about that as well. Um, and they're saying on, this comes from an article that we found about other ways that your phone gets in the way. Um, here's one, Simon. You feel neglected when your partner has their phone out, even if they're totally listening. Because you can tell... When somebody is like scrolling or reading and you're talking to them and they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm totally listening. <laughs> I know. But they're not absorbing no. anything that you're saying. That's not good. Um, so if you are on your phone and somebody's genuinely trying to tell you something important, just stop. Can I ask you something, Angie, about that? I feel women can multitask. Can you, Angie, listen to Jason talking to you and at the same time- Read? Read quickly. No. You can. No, I can't. Okay. And it's so funny. So that's not true. So it- no, you think no one can? Well, I personally can't. It's like, I don't know, what is it? Uh, I'm glad you said because no, skipping so rope and no chewing gum. Multitasking. Well, I feel like there are things in life you can multitask, but I feel like devotion to the communication equally is really hard. And we do this in radio a lot, like in between songs, commercials. I'm trying to read something for the next time we're going to talk, and yeah. somebody's talking to me over here. I'm like, wait, 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 because I need okay. to pay attention to one thing at a time. That's just me. Okay, good. Good to know. I don't know if everybody's the same. Uh, your phone is always on your mind, even when you don't want it to be. Um, like It's an mm. impulse to always pick it up, right? Your phone's near your bed. You use it as your alarm clock. You pick it up. I mean, I've gotten to the point sometimes where I don't even watch TV without my computer on my lap or my phone near me, because I feel like if I'm just sitting there watching TV, that I'm really unproductive. So at least if I'm scrolling, I'm reading emails. You do that, really? You yeah. Watch, you, yeah. So you can do that. You can actually watch TV at the same time. Yeah, because I, I don't need to pay attention okay. as much to the TV. But there's some more on this list, and mm, I want to know if you do any of these as well, Simon. Oh, okay. That's next on The Rendezvous.
You found the rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie, love, dating, romance, and the ways that your phone can get in the way of your love, dating, and romance. We've been talking about a few things. Um, and here's a couple more, Simon, I want to run by you. Yeah. Can you feel genuinely hurt if your partner doesn't text soon enough? They're saying that's one of the ways your phone can be detrimental. There's mm-hmm. a lot of other subtext to the non-text, like how quickly do they respond? Um, if it's just a one-word answer, if there's the wrong punctuation, if you didn't use a happy face emoji when you said one thing, so I feel like you're mad, right? Absolutely, Angie. You can have a whole entire fight over a misinterpreted message. This, I've had that. You have? Yeah. I texted her something sweet. She took hours for answering it, but I thought it's really because, like, she didn't care. She didn't like you anymore. And started this unbelievable situation of misunderstanding between me and her until I understood what exactly happened, why she couldn't answer before. Uh, but it hurt my feeling at first that right. if you write something very sweet to somebody and they, they take six or eight hours to answer, what is happening? Because, you know, phones are usually physically... They're always by you. Like a foot from you. Like, yeah, usually, right. right? Right. So when somebody doesn't answer for six or seven yeah. hours... Where the heck oh, was the phone? I do that with my husband, Jason. I'm like, there is no excuse for you not to text me back, at least within an hour, because I know that phone is an appendage that is attached to your arm like a third arm, right? So, exactly. Now, yeah. some people take more time, and we're going to accept that, too. I'm okay yep. with that now. Yeah, that's true. Well, we're going to put this list on our website if you want to read more about it. There is still more. If there's an issue in your relationship, the phone is the problem. You don't know how to approach your mate about it. Maybe this is a good way to break the ice. Read this article. You guys talk about it together. Mm-hmm. All right, Simon, I want to take some calls. 855-905-8255. Spill it on your love life next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Tonight, we're taking your calls in every night. We are your friends here to give you advice. We're having mm-hmm. a cocktail. We're setting the scene. Girl, what's going on? Boy, what is happening in your love life? That's us. And there's our I caller right there. This one out. <laughs> All right. So let me just say, this is Bella uh, listening in Sarasota Springs. Thank you for calling from New York on 99.5, the river where you listen. Bella, what can Simon and I help you with right now? Mm-hmm. All right. I just started dating this guy, and I have to give him total bonus points for being a total gentleman and asking a friend if he could have my phone number and actually calling me and asking me out on a real date. Nice. Mm-hmm. So he's like a real guy, and we have a really good time together. Bravo. Very we never good. hear that yeah. anymore. Okay. That's true. Um, but? But we got to the point where he asked me to come back to his place, and um, things are going really well. And then he stops and says, uh, okay, if you want to go ahead and freshen up, I laid out towels and things in the bathroom. <laughs> and <laughs> so he more than invited me to shower. He kind of insisted. Existed. Oh no! And I had showered just before our date, so I was feeling fairly confident. But now I'm sort of not as confident. So like, you're like, what am I funky shower? or something? Why is he making me do this? Okay. And, and again, to his credit, he did not have the bachelor bathroom of one towel and Harry soap. He had like a luxury suite hotel bathroom where he had all the toiletries and an extra bathrobe for his Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Did he have, like, female toiletries, like, things that girls oh, would... Oh, it was almost like things you could choose from, an extra toothbrushes and um, makeup remover. Oh, and makeup lotion. remover! Oh, this guy's smooth. Okay. And I couldn't tell if it was like, oh, this is really thoughtful. He's ready to have an overnight guest. Mm-hmm. Or is he a serial killer? I, I swear... 
I think I dated this guy. I swear I did. You did? Yes, because I knew a guy very much like this. And every flag on the planet went off in my head as soon as I saw that little overnight kit that was sitting on the toilet tank in a little wicker basket with, you know, like female body sprays and, oh, just in case you need a tampon or whatever it was, like hair ties, makeup remover, all that stuff. But here's my question, though. Bella, did you go through with it? Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. I've gone all this way. We've come all this way. I did, too. I did, too. (laughs) Simon, what does this mean? Is this guy like a total player? And why did he ask her? Wait, did he shower or did he just tell you to shower? Oh, no, he he actually had showered. He had left me. I was drinking and listening to music. And oh, okay. Said, oh, I'm just going to... He had so said gonna he was going to just go freshen up in the bathroom or he was going to use right. the bathroom. So I don't think he's a player, but I think he has a little phobia. Usually when somebody insists so much on showering extra, extra, it's phobia of germs and stuff like that. And it's more psychological than being a player and organized. No, but uh, the kit... Adult- I feel well, but listen. I mean, I'm an adult man, as you know, okay, and I'm single, and there, there is in my house extra shampoo, conditioner, and all that for situations, and I don't think it's it's a bad sign because adults know that's what happened. But would you present but, it in this kit for women, where it's obvious that this is just guess, for women that stay? Yeah, no, I guess I wouldn't do like that, but I just think the the natural way to go is everybody. Take showers and then ooh la la. It's not even sometimes, you know. I feel like the ooh la la is not going to be fun if everybody's in insisting on a shower. But it, and it, you know what's it not breaks fun? The mood a little bit. Thank you. But, it, but there is something else that breaks the mood when it you, somebody needs to take a shower. Well, why are and you, you don't assuming say that I'm funky? No, though. I'm not assuming you, don't you know yet. Angie or Bella. But I, I've been there. So what's worse than taking a shower is somebody who has not taken a shower and you go through it because you're polite, and then it's the worst experience for anyone. Involved. Okay, well, I'm going to assume drift. if you ask me to take a shower, even if it's polite, I'm going to assume that either A, you think I've got some issues, or B, you've been with a lot of women that have issues, and I don't know if I want to be with no, you it's now. it's not about issues, Angie. It's both should take a shower and, and have a good ooh la the, the shower you? cannot be that bad. And actually, it's, Bella it, it went through it. It does break the mood. A little bit, but the shower, you have to put the ambiance music and the dark, the light. I know how to make a, a steam Every shower. Every time? Every time. Maybe not every time, but at the beginning, I guess they had to. Bella, I don't know if we helped you at all, but I would just keep my eye open. But listen, if you're having fun, then have fun. Yes, make it fun. But if it keeps becoming a shower every time and it keeps wrecking the mood, that's not fun. But Simon, when we come back, I want to talk about these mood killers a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Thanks for calling the show, Bella. Good luck with... Captain Suave over there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Bill. Have a good night. All right. More of The Rendezvous next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm so, I'm like, this is amazing. The conversation that we're having about things that ruin the mood right yeah. before you're about, ooh la la, okay? It's going to happen. Hot and heavy on the couch. Woo, here we go. Oh no, this happened. Completely ruins the mood. I don't know if you go through with it or not, whatever it is. Simon, was there anything where you thought, here we go, this is going to be great? Mood killer. So if you think of it in a, in a ranch, an accident, like you walk in the room and then I push the wrong light, and you have bright light all over the bedroom, like you, you know, at a police station. Like that was a mood killer for a in second. In a ranch? No, no. Like you go into the bedroom, you push up the button, the, the switch of oh, the, the light, light switch, uh-huh. and it's just on maximum, you know, because I have a dimmer, and then the room becomes so bright it 
breaks the yeah. mood. Like, you know, like, right. what? Right, right, right. right. So that's a, or if the music is totally wrong, right? And, and oh, I, yeah. Bad music can be a mood killer. It, I mean, you guys, you guys switch off the music. Or it can be a mood enhancer. Like, you could never even be thinking True. about it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, yes, yes, Miguel, with uh, the songs. And I, I'm another into thing this. is, you know, I'm very sensitive to cold. If the room is too cold, I can't go through the lulala. If it's too cold? Because I can't address myself. I like cold. I don't. You can't undress yourself if, if it's, it's too cold. cold. No, 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 I'm Aww. too cold. But no, but so that's a mood killer. So if it's if, the, if I can go hot, very hot summer doesn't bother me. Nine okay. degrees. But in, you know, like in winter, I don't know if you, if you keep your window open. Or not, I do. Right. Yeah. Well, then you and I could never ulala in winter. Well, yeah. Well. Just, not not just it. that. Yeah, I know. But that's why. So th- I knew there was a reason. <laughs> um, I have one. So how about you? Well, I have one. Here's the thing, though. It was a mood killer and ended up being. One of the best ooh-la-las of my life. Really? Because I just like pushed through it and like said, okay, I'm just going to ignore that and keep going here and we'll see how it turns out. I'm intrigued. Yeah. When we come back, I'll tell you that story. Okay. How, how sometimes a mood killer, you just got to like look the other way. Mm. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We got in this crazy subject because of an earlier call. Yeah. About, uh, you know, a listener saying, hey, I was with this guy. It was great. We were about to ooh-la-la, and then he asked me to take a shower, which is a total mood killer. I agree. Sometimes. Um, Simon, you said the music could be a mood killer. I totally agree with that. Wrong music, wrong lighting. Wrong lighting, wrong music. Wrong temperature in the room. Got to set a scene here, everybody. Um, I will tell you, though, that something happened with um, this one person. Um, Mm -hmm. Ooh-la-la was eminent. It, mm-hmm. Here we go. We're going to do this. We go into his bedroom. We were young, uh, mid-20s. Okay. He lives alone um, on the bed. Look over at the nightstand. Huge picture of him and his mom. And then look <laughs> over on the floor. Huge collection of adult movies, all with one theme that was like, whoa, okay. So then I just had to like not look that way for the rest of the evening and ended up being <laughs> like the best thing ever. Um, the best ooh love your life. Probably. And then it was not, yeah, so it was Jason. It was my husband. And then, um, then so every time after that, it was usually at my place or I made sure mom was turned the other way. I didn't need her. Like who puts their picture of their mom on their nightstand right next to their bed every night? Did you put the nightstand down? Like you can actually put it, you just, you know. No, I just put the picture down. And you said the the reason why it was so good, why, Angie? We, I, I, why was it so good? Yeah, I can still tell. It, it was just like, I don't know. Magic one. Just a very different from anything before. Very adventurous. Um, there are times where you get with people where you don't feel any judgment in that mm. situation. Free. You feel free. And See? it was kind of a very freeing... Yes. That's a great word for associated with ulala. That's so, when it becomes really beautiful. Absolutely. Anyway... We're going to do a date or, or dump. dump email that came in to simonandangie.com. Somebody needs advice. Should I stay with this person or should I dump them? That's mm-hmm. next on The Rendezvous. Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Love dating romance relationships with Simon Marcella, French Romantic. Mm-hmm. And you, Angie Tello. Yes. Who keeps it real. I try. When I, tr- I go way out there in romance. You get it, you're in the clouds sometimes. Romance, in the romance and real. That's really us. Yes. And sometimes I get too uh too a little too harsh and you bring me up into the lighter place. <laughs> I so try. hopefully we're the yin and yang of your dating life that's it. as your friends. And we got an email, Simon, that somebody needs advice from the yin and yang over here of love. Um this came into Simon and mm-hmm. from Jared. Listening in Geneva, New York on ninety nine point five the river. Jared says, Hey guys, my girlfriend 
never told me that she hooked up with my best friend before we met. Um, actually, neither of them told me. My girlfriend didn't tell me and my best friend didn't tell me. I mm-hmm. found out randomly through another friend of ours who thought I must have known. I didn't. They both said that they didn't want it to be awkward. Yep. Which I kind of understand, but they've been keeping this secret from me for over eight months now since we started dating. What would you guys do in my situation? Should I date or dump her? It's not like it was just a friend, Simon, of his. This is his best friend. Let's say, who's your best man friend? Philippe. Philippe. Okay. So you're dating this girl for eight months. Yeah. You are really feeling it for her. If you're together for eight months, you're in a serious relationship. You are. You find out that girlfriend of yours, Uh the love of your life right now. Right. And Philippe hooked up and never told you. They hooked up before you and the girlfriend, but they still have been hiding this from you. How would you feel about that? How would you handle that? I would be upset. It would upset me. With both? Yeah. I understand. But I would not break up. I would not dump. I would be upset. And then I would talk to each of them and kind of know what happened and why they decided not to tell me. They said, you What know, do you mean? You want to know what happened? You don't want to know what no, happened. I, I want to know what happened so they, they didn't want to tell me. Like, what is the reason? Was it to protect my feelings? Which I can understand. Because the intent could be good. Like, even though it's a mistake, like, oh. The can, intent could be good in the beginning, I believe. Yeah. However, if you're with this girl for eight months, now there have been eight months where you are probably hanging out with your best but, friend and your girlfriend, and they have a secret between them that they've decided to keep the, from you yeah, all this time. What is going to happen over time is if, if I stay with the girl, I'm going to have a little distance with the best friend guy, for sure. So you you would put the relationship with the girl first? Oh, if I'm in love, 100%. Forsaking all others, yes. Yeah, I mean, there is love, and then there is friendship. Do you have a trust with your girlfriend issue, then? Not after that. If if I feel like things have been said, the toxic but is out. Because I've neither moved of on. them here in this situation, Simon. So yeah. neither of them came to you. Your best friend Philippe yeah. and your girlfriend, they didn't tell you. No. You just found out by chance. So they were probably never going to tell you. Right, but I I I'm maybe I'm naive, but I feel like the intent if I feel the intent was just to protect my feelings and it's an omission just in case. Yes. And not it doesn't to, matter maybe, if it, Maybe she said, you know, if Simon knows we hooked up, he's not going to give me a chance. Okay. So it could happen and I'm glad that she gave me a chance. And so, then your best friend was probably like, okay, well, I want my best friend to yeah, find love. Exactly. And if, if I think this can happen, I, I will keep the secret. I think for each other. We'll keep the secret not knowing <sighs> that I was going to you know, find out on my own. The idea of how that conversation ever even came to be would make me super uncomfortable. Me I too, understand. Angie. Me too. Does it matter... If it was just a one-time hookup, what if they were in love? Oh, no, wait. Now it's a different story. Yeah, that's a different story, Angie. So one-time hookup, we can probably get over it. Even a couple times hookup, I can go over it. It's different, the hookup and being in love and in a committed relationship. So you're saying to Jared, and he's saying, hey, they just hooked up. Just be with your girlfriend. Oh, yes. If you're in love, if you're in love and you feel there's true love in your heart for her, date. And And what about the best friend? The best friend, you have to take a little distance because guys to guys, it takes a while to recover from that. But you ha- that's your best friend, too. I know. You've you got to forgive. Right? With, with time. You know, with yeah, time. It's, it's with Focus time. on the girlfriend. For now. Okay, so we both say date. 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 Maybe they were trying to protect. Uh, sleep with that's one eye open, though, Jared. Sleep with one eye open. Oh, Always keep an there. eye. I don't not, know. Not me. When you're all in the same room, look no, for, look for like extra long lingering glances. I don't know. I would always have one. But you always like you that. You would always have one. I'm not like that. I look like that. 
for everybody. Yeah, you always like that. Why are you looking at the taxi driver so long in the rearview mirror? I don't know what's going on here. Why are you guys looking at each other? Are you trying to figure out a fair, or is there something going on here? That's typically Angie's mind. Head on a swivel, Simon. Head on a swivel. All right, more of the rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. You have been listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for being with us. If you were not with us, you are in big trouble. What is wrong with you? You better be with us every other night. Yeah, you're missing out. You're missing out. If you missed out on the love, dating, and romance, all the advice, you can check it out, simonandangie.com. We had a lot of great topics tonight. Uh, We had a call from Tia right off the bat Mm -hmm. who was warned about her man's cheating ways from her man's ex-girlfriend out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I feel like every girl's been through this at some point. Either they've been the one to call the girl and say, mm, he's a cheater, you better watch out. Or you got the like DM or something, yeah. ooh, he's a cheater. It's always a sketchy situation. You can find out what happened there. Also, mood killers... Right before the ooh-la-la, this was Bella's phone call that we had about the guy that said, hey, let's shower. Mm. Or you need to take a shower, basically. <laughs> and then the ways that your phone is interfering, maybe ruining your love relationship. We've all had this interference of our digital lives, our phone, our computer, whatever it is, um, that could cause problems. If you need that list, it's on simonandangie.com as well. But that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. Yes, and I mean it. Pay more attention to your partner than your phone, please. How do you know if you've paid too much attention to your phone? Because I've been on the receiving end of not getting the attention I wanted to have. I've been at dinners where the phone is mm-hmm. way too much present. That phone. When you're with your love, make your love the priority, not oui, the phone. Angie. Yeah? Don't love your oui, phone oui. more than your partner. Oui, yes. Oui, oui. oui. Always go err on the side of romance. Voilà. All right. Thank you so much, Simon Marcel, for your French wisdom. Thank love you, romance <laughs> wisdom, as always. And thank you for being with us tonight. Mm-hmm. We have more love, dating, romance, and all of it tomorrow on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.